Your Story Addendum, episode 18. It's been a long time since I've done one of these, but I've decided that it's time to do one because there's a bit of an event happening here in Brisbane today. It's a beautiful sunny day. It's the 13th, Saturday the 13th of December, and uh, it's quite warm. It's, uh, we're in summer here, and it's... Uh, it's a beautiful sunny day, uh, but all things are not shining in Australia. If you haven't been up on this, uh, the Australian government is planning on bringing in an internet filter. They're planning on doing a trial initially, and there was a surreptitious trial done some time ago which failed dismally, and all the ISPs are saying that this just isn't going to work. It's going to basically break the internet. So we've got quite a few people in Brisbane Square here who are going to have a bit of a rally, and I just want to go around and talk to a few people, a few of them I know, a few of them I don't know, and actually find out what their opinions are about this and uh, let them talk to you guys. So we'll see where this goes. But we've got to watch out for this, that we need to stand up and we need to tell the government that we're not interested in having our internet filtered. There are better ways of doing this, and better ways of catching the bad guys, and they're using the, uh, the old, uh, there's too much porn on the internet, we need to protect the kiddies as the excuse for bringing it through. But we all know that's not going to work. We're just gonna, All those rock spiders are just going to go deeper and be harder to find. So uh, let's see uh, who I get to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. It's here that government has the 
role to play in providing tools to parents to enable them and empower them to make decisions about their own families. Yeah. There's a lot of trouble you can get into on the internet. But like, you know, families talk to their kids in real life about how to behave in the world and to not get into trouble. We are taught to look both ways before we cross the road. Not to talk to strangers, you know. Not to get into any situation where we feel uncomfortable. We should be doing the same sort of thing with the internet, you know. Don't, don't download email attachments from people you don't know. Don't go to strange websites. And it's here where government has a role in providing these tools, you know. By providing home-based internet filtering software and information regarding safe practice on chat rooms, email, how to avoid viruses, the government contribute positively to people's ability to use the internet safely. Implementing this mandatory filter is authoritarian, it's anti-democratic, and it, leads to, it will lead parents to believe that the government's taking care of everything, and I don't need to worry about anything. It's all well and good to have the government give you a helping hand, but to foster a reliance on the government is just unhealthy for a country. So we're getting this, you know, paternalistic, big brother sort of filter, where the government's saying, look, you're not smart enough or mature enough to look after your own kids, to make your own decisions about how you're going to live your life. This idea that people can't be trusted to make their own choices is, is the foundation of censorship. An internet filter doesn't stop the production of child porn. No matter how damaging it is for a child to see child porn, how much more damaging is it for a child to be in child porn? An internet filter cannot bust up a porn ring. An internet, an internet filter cannot lay charges. An internet filter cannot confiscate film equipment. The Australian Federal Police have a unit which deals specifically with child porn and liaises with other countries' units on child protection to bust up these child porn rings and to keep kids safe for real. Yeah. Just this week, 19 men, including a Victorian QC, were arrested as part of a global peer-to-peer -peer child porn network after the AFP received information from Brazilian cops. The internet filter would not have stopped this. The internet filter would have made this arrest harder. Yeah. You know, does Stephen Conroy think that you just type www.childpornography.com and there's, you know, it's all there at your fingertips? Child pornographers are a sneaky bunch who use peer-to-peer -peer networks and uh, encrypted virtual private networks to escape detection. The government's either got to admit that it can't catch this or spend a whole bunch more money on trying to develop new ways to break encryption. The government's first trial of the filter was on a tier 3 ISP in Tasmania, without, you know, real life customer situation. They found that 3% of sites that weren't blocked, that should have been, weren't blocked. And that anywhere between 1-6% to of sites that were blocked, shouldn't have been. Can you imagine what the figures are going to be like when we try and run such shoddy filtering software on something like Telstra or Optus or Internode? You know, ISPs that have a lot of customers, have a lot of, a lot of tubes. So the blacklist is going to contain a bunch of stuff. Some of it's going to be child porn, but some of it's not. Some of it's X-rated pornography that's legal for adults to consume in Australia. It doesn't depict children or anything like that. So there's this idea that you can go down to a news agent, buy this stuff in a brown paper bag, but you can't download it in your own home. Okay, so the ACMA, the Australian Communications and Media Authority, is given the power to compile a blacklist of stuff that's inappropriate for kids. This has got 1,300 websites on it, and Stephen Conroy wants to increase it to 10,000, which is an awful lot of stuff to filter. Now, how's this going to slow down the internet? Anywhere between 2% and 87% speed decreases were seen in the pilot on a small ISP in Tasmania. The rest of the stuff on this blacklist is stuff about terrorism, extreme violence, drug use, and how to commit certain, how to commit certain crimes. So we've got all this stuff that's unwanted material that actually doesn't deal with protection of kids. So why is this going to be, you know, 
Why is this going to be this mandatory filter of material that's currently not illegal, but is going to be blocked? Who are we protecting here? Kids or the government? Government. government, yes. For everybody who didn't answer, the correction is yeah, the answer is the government is being protected by this filter. You know, what sort of world are we going to give? You know, are we going to be leaving our kids when the internet's going to be censored from any, you know, touch, you know, any touchy subject for the government? You know, is it going to stop here? This isn't communist China. The government's here, not here to tell us what we can and can't think about, let alone look at on the internet. Yeah. How are we going to have a discussion about things like euthanasia? If talking about suicide, which is currently illegal under Australian internet law, is totally banned from Australia's internet. How's a party like health and marijuana prohibition going to get its drug reform message out if, there are, if the, the filter's going to block pro-drug sites, which it will, under Australian law? There are so many unanswered questions about this filter. Will information about circumventing the filter be blocked? Will circumventing the filter be illegal? Will there be a way to get your personal blog removed from the blacklist if you decide to have a discussion about euthanasia or abortion or any other touchy subject? What about the issue of the filter attacking the security layer that provides the backbone of secure online shopping, banking and paying bills? Just how far will the filter being implemented by the Department of Broadband, Communications and the Digital Economy actually hold back broadband, communications and the digital economy? Stephen Conroy yet, do it. If you haven't written to Kevin Rudd, do it. Post on his blog. Post on, yeah, post on the digital communications blog that they've just opened up. 600 comments within two days. Talk to your friends, family, colleagues about it. Email your senators. Get talking. You know, we can't beat this if we don't talk about it. You know, th things like the anti-Vietnam War movement, votes for women. These things didn't just happen because a bunch of people sat in their lounge rooms grumbling. People got out there and got active. And you ought to all be congratulated for coming out here on what is a scorching hot day and telling the government to piss off. Mike Simon, I'm an internet consultant. I developed computer software. I've been doing so for nearly four decades, probably since before many of you were born. I've read the ACMA's report in detail. I understand what they're saying in there. But the main reason I'm here today is because in 2001 I underwent surgery to have my colon removed. So I'm an oily ostomate. Um, because of my experience with this, I'm able to spend time on internet forums where people who are cancer victims and have woken up after emergency surgery to be told by the surgeon, oh sorry, well there's good news and bad news. The good news is you've got a life. The bad news is you've got to spend life with the plastic bag. Again, now people stop hearing after that, they go into shock, and then about two or three weeks later they, they're in real problems, and either themselves or their carers get onto the internet going looking for information. On these sites, people ask questions about uh, human bodily parts, and they're not medically trained, and they will use words that describe these bodily parts in terms that in other contexts may well be described as rude. In the ACMA's report, they described when they filtered, um, they tested various filters on a real live ISP down in Tasmania. They, there's all sorts of performance issues and there's lots of people who talk about the degradation of the performance of the internet. But the factor that interests me is what they call the overblocking index. The overblocking index is the rate at which legitimate websites will get blocked by the filter. The overblocking index, they say in the report, is only 0 0.08. 
0.08 sounds like a very, very small number. It's 8%. 8% of legitimate websites will get blocked. Okay, up to 8%. Average 3%, but up to 8% depending on which filtering tool they choose. 8% means 1 in 12 legitimate websites are going to be blocked. And I sure as hell reckon that my forum with the rude words is going to fall into that 1 in 12. I've seen some horrible things on the internet. It's true. Like who here has heard of ghosting? Who here has had the misfortune of seeing it? Now, I made the conscious decision to see what was so bad about that. I wish I hadn't. But that's that's part of that's part of it. Making mistakes. Part of life is making mistakes. You go in knowing what you're. You know this is going to be something bad. Education is what it is. Making conscious decisions. If you're really worried about your kids viewing porn, as Simon Hackett, the CEO of Internode said, put your freaking computer in the living room. Hello everybody, this is Ben Grubb. Hey Ben, um, you've been following Senator Conroy like a fox terrier nipping at his heels fairly um, religiously in the last few weeks. This whole campaign that we're here doing today, what are you, what's your thoughts about this? Where's it going? What do we need to do? And can you give people who might be listening to this who don't know a great deal about it a bit of a brief summary of what you've been up to and how bad you think this idea is? Well, um, I suppose it's very good for raising awareness. Um, as a lot of people here are saying, like we're getting the awareness around each other. We're not really spreading it out to, say, people that don't know that there is a filter that's going in place. How bad an idea is it, Ben? The actual filter idea, it's its a crap idea. It's probably the worst idea that the government has come up with so far. Um, from my perspective, I'm not sure about others, but yeah, I've been speaking to um, Senator Conroy's PR guy. He's the only guy that people in, I suppose, the press can talk to. Um, and he's taken me off his press list. We've got mainstream coverage here. That, that's That's going to get a lot of people interested in it as well. It got a lot of people here. Um, I don't know how many people do you reckon's here? As there was, yeah, I reckon so too. Yeah, about three, four hundred, and you know they're all very against this um, thing, and it's evident. And there's pe people here with children as well, and they're against it um, as well. What's your web address, Ben? Um, Techwiredau.com. Thanks, mate. Yeah. The largest private media company in Australia is the Podcast Network and it's run by Cameron Riley. Cameron's here today uh, at the No Clean Feed rally and I'd like to ask Cameron, mate, how bad an idea is this and uh, is the way we're going about this going to help and what should we do, mate? Well, whether or not it's a bad idea I think depends on who you are. Um, you know, I... I, do you know who Doc Searles is? Yeah, the Clue Train Manifesto. So Doc's been on my show a couple of times on G'day World, and we, we've been talking for the last few years about the fact that 10, 15 years ago when the web was starting to emerge in public consciousness, the, the big corporations, the, the wealthy elite, the big governments, thought the web was going to be a, a new channel for them to sell more shit that we don't need and to be able to... It was going to be a new propaganda tool for them. What they've started to wake up to in the last five years or so is not only can they not control it, but that it's running out of control 
people are using it to mobilise politically against corporations, people are sharing information. So it was only a matter of time before the elite came in to try and shut it down. And they've used several tactics already to try and uh, uh, shut down, not, not shut down the net, but to, 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 to filter the net, basically. You know, we've seen the net neutrality battles that have been happening in the US in particular. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, this, this clean feed uh, mechanism that the Rudd government's trying to put in place is just another attempt to take control of the internet to be able to filter out the information they don't want on there. This whole uh, child pornography thing I think is just a smokescreen. It's, um, you know, they're, they're uh, words that you can use like weapons of mass destruction that uh, it's very hard for people to argue against and we've seen that with Conroy and Question Time. Anyone who tries to argue against the clean feed, uh, according to Conroy, obviously must be a supporter of child pornography. Uh, but this is it's just uh, the, the, the first um, uh, assault in what's going to be an ongoing attack over the next decade to try and bring the internet under their control. And, uh, you know, so if you're one of the wealthy elite, you've got to think that's a good idea because uh, they want to keep things the way it is. They want to keep control over information. They want to keep control over the propaganda tools that, that they've got. The, the mainstream media in particular has uh, been a very, very effective propaganda tool for them. And the internet is undoing all of that. So from their perspective, it's a really good idea. But for the perspective of uh, the rest of us, the, uh, uh, you know, this is not just a very bad idea. It is a direct assault on the greatest tool that we, the people, have ever been given to communicate and mobilise. And it needs to, be, needs to be shut down. How would it impact on the podcast network if it came in? Well, you know, all the child pornography stuff we'd do would have to be taken off, obviously. <laughs> uh, we'd have to hide it, send it to China. No, look, there'd, there'd be no immediate impact, but, you know, my, you know, the, the, we do a lot of political content. We do a lot of content that's against uh, religion. Uh, we do a lot of content that uh, is pro-civil rights and social activism. We want to do more of that and get more aggressive with a lot of that content as well. And, you know, I can see that uh, this, this clean feed, you know, if you, if you push it out five years, ten years, uh, people criticising Christians might be blocked. Uh, people talking about euthanasia or uh, talking about, you know, the... the uh, overthrowing the control of the wealthy elite could be blocked. I mean, there's, there's no end to what these guys are going to block once they, you know, uh, uh, once they feel like they've got the upper hand. So, you know, we need to, we need to nip it in the bud. Thanks very much, Cameron. Your address? Uh, Everton Park in... <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> G'dayworld.com. Thank you, Kath. Michael Maloney. What do you think of the uh, no clean feed plan by the Rudd government and Senator Conroy and what we're up to here today, mate? Uh, I think the plan is a joke entirely. Um, in regards to today, I think, you know, it's been a great turnout. I'm surprised at how many people turned out. I expected a lot less and, you know, um, but I think, yeah, the amount of people that are showing up today in the hot sun is just great. It's wonderful. What's the name of your website, mate? It's uh, somebodythinkofthechildren.com. And what, are you, what, what bar are you pushing? Sorry? What barrel are you pushing? Well, I'm saying that, you know, uh, we need to protect children, there's no doubt about that, and we need to protect them online. But the way to do that is not by implementing a mandatory filter. We need to, you know, fund the Australian Federal Police. The raids recently on uh, child pornography that just happened this week are proof that, you know, the Australian Federal Police are effective, and if we give them enough money, they can be more effective. 
and the uh, the clean feed idea. Uh, Your opinion on the viability of it? It, it will not work. You know, it, there's how many major ISPs have come out and said this is not going to work. These people are in the know. You know, I'm I'm against it for you know censorship reasons and technical reasons. But when you get you know people like uh, Michael Malone and Simon Hackett and Mark Newton and stuff, you know these guys have been involved in filtering. You know, not filtering so much, but. Uh, um, involved with ISPs for so many years and they know what works and what doesn't work and the government says, oh, you know, we're consulting with these groups, but, you know, if they're consulting with these groups, why are they not listening to the key players? From a personal experience, you're a bit of a geek. You work in the industry somewhat. I do, I do. Do you actually know how to get around the filters with what you know now? Uh, it would be simple. I could get around the filters easily and there's probably kids younger, a lot younger than me who could get around it much quicker than I could, you know what I mean? But, I mean, it, it, all it takes is to read a couple of instructions off a website, if to do it that way, or to use a proxy, or to use, you know, how many methods are there to get around this filter? You know, it's, it's going to be simple. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. Tony Vavoden, an old friend. What do you think of the uh, no clean feed proposal? Uh, I think it's a bit of rubbish, really. Like, think, think about, uh, uh, to me, I liken it to, to witch hunting, you know. They, uh, they want to, anyone who wants to defend something that, that they want to push, they'll label them a witch, you know, maybe with a, same as they would label them now a, a child pornographer. But uh, all that ends up happening is it's, you, you damned if you do and you're damned if you don't kind of an attitude you'll get you'll get caught up and uh it's basic people control 101 you know uh give them something bright and shiny to latch onto, and 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 work on them out of fear but uh push through with what you want to do anyway you know do you think it's going to work in what way how do we would, how would you do you think that, do you think they're going to be able to make the um, filter work and to achieve the goals that they're after uh the goals they're after Quite probably. The goals that they're claiming, no, no, not at all. And the goals that they're after? I think uh, it's uh, in the same way that um, media is controlled in uh, the normal mainstream. The internet's very much the, the free radical that they don't quite have, have a latch on, and so they're trying to reel it in. Your address? Uh, www.anthonyvovenen.com. Thanks, Tony.